0: Hello from elsewhere. I'm Casey Winters and today I'm at Camp Half-Blood to talk to one of my favorite humans on the planet Earth. She describes herself as the louder and more dramatic co-host of Sincerely Us, a podcast for the casual musical theater fan. It's Becca Eddowes.
1: Hi, Casey. Hello, hello. That is like, I I know that Ethan said it on your episode last week, but that is like the best intro ever. (laughs) I feel like I just need to save it for when people ask me to intro myself.
0: I'm just going to create a podcast of just intros for people. That's it.
1: (laughs) Well, you're good at it. <laughs> oh,
0: thank you. Uh, well, thanks for being here also.
1: Well, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be on my favorite podcast. Oh,
0: don't say that. Now I feel pressure.
1: <laughs> no, don't feel any pressure. I tell you all the time that you're my favorite <laughs> podcast.
0: I know, but I forget it and then you say it and then I'm happy and then I'm <laughs> and then I am pre- feel pressured. <laughs> but uh, we all
1: suffer from imposter syndrome. I get it. Yes. It's fine. Yes. 100%.
0: <laughs> so, Becca, you are the originator of the potato, not the you know, starchy tuber, but the acronym Positive <laughs> right. Things About Today, right? Did I get mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. Well, my my potato today is that I got to get to talk to you. I'm so excited.
1: That's literally my biggest potato that I wanted to post in our Discord server that well, I couldn't. Oh, you, you could <laughs> because have. Because it's a secret. I'm, no. not,
0: I'm not being secretive. <laughs>
1: it's a secret, Casey. <laughs> I'll post it when, it when it comes out. Okay, okay. But I just... It's literally all I've thought about all day is coming on here. I'm so excited to talk about my favorite series. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Okay. Because I'm a cheater. <laughs> you are a cheater. But before we get to that, because okay. we'll talk about that. But I have one other question that I like to ask first, which is, what is your first memory of a fictional story? So like a book or a movie or a Broadway musical?
1: Um, The first thing that came to my mind is probably not my first memory, but it's like the first thing that like impacted my life I guess um when I was either five or six I saw Annie on stage for the first time it was like the first musical I ever went to and so like I remember just being so in awe of like watching people perform on stage and I don't even think I'd started dance classes at that point so like Annie is always like a big part of my life for that reason so that's like the first time that I remember thinking about what I was watching and what like absorbing what was happening if that makes sense yeah absolutely so Annie it will always have a special place in my heart
0: (laughs) who who are you with or were you just a child going by yourself to the theater oh
1: you you don't do that (laughs) over in the Midwest
0: (laughs) yes there's Um, just children walking the streets going to Broadway plays that's what happens here
1: (laughs) you don't let your children do that Casey
0: (laughs) (laughs) they wouldn't leave they'd be like no I don't want to go without you
1: (laughs) yeah um, I went with my best friend and her mom, who was also my mom's best friend. So it was like a it was like a girls' date with our moms and us. And that's like a theme throughout my entire life is the four of us going to see things. Like I've seen High School Musical with them. I've like tons Wizard of Oz, tons of shows over there. That's just the four of us. Yeah, I just like uh, it's just it's one of those memories where like I remember thinking I was an adult because like we got dressed. Like, dressed up. We went to dinner before. We went to see a show. I thought it was the coolest thing in the entire world. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Yeah.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Okay. Okay. We'll get to the big question. What piece of fiction do you love above all others?
1: The Percy Jackson, anything.
0: (laughs) You're such a (laughs) cheater.
1: I am. Listen, this is a common theme with me. Uh, I don't like choosing i'm very indecisive uh and i didn't want to choose harry potter (laughs) so like i had to think of something outside of harry potter that kind of has impacted my life so much um and i was like well i can't just choose one and i can't not include the musical casey (laughs) so i was like can i cheat and you were so kind of being like yeah i guess
0: (laughs) i know i'm so nice my the, the intention is to like get people to really you know it's supposed to be a hard question and even if they love a series, to pick one in that series and I'm just, I'm too nice. I'm not, I'm not mean enough to tell you to, I should just say no, no, but well, pick one. If
1: we're being, if, if I like had to pick like Percy Jackson Buck, it would be the first one because it's like what started it all. And I remember reading it and I don't really remember reading all the other ones because I read them in such like fast succession, but that's the one I always go back to. I reread it every year.
0: How old were you when you read the first one?
1: <sighs> Middle school. So... I would say I was probably the same age as Percy, so 12.
0: That stuck yeah. out in your head as you were reading it that first time? Like you remember that pretty vividly?
1: Yeah, that he was the same age as me.
0: Well, and I just mean like the reading the, the whole experience of reading it for the first time. You remember that?
1: Yeah, because I had been a fan at that point. I'd been a fan of Harry Potter for like five years. Um, I think up to book five or six had come out at that point. So I I was never, I was never a kid that was into Hermione Um, which is weird considering I consider myself like a huge feminist, but I was always much more of a Harry Potter kind of kid. And when I read the Percy Jackson series, I remember being like really into Percy because he's the hero, but also his, one of his sidekicks, Annabeth. And I remember her being the first female character that I really like connected with. That was kind of like a turning point for me thinking about characters going forward um, that... The female characters could be just as strong as the male characters.
0: What specifically did you love about her? Like, why did she stand out to you, do you think?
1: Well, her... um, If you don't know about Percy Jackson, basically, like, the kids are half god, half human. And her godly parent is Athena, which is the god of wisdom and war strategy. And she is, like, this incredibly intelligent kid. Like, she is so much smarter than everyone else around her. She All she wants to do is go on these quests, this hero quest that everyone around her is going on and she's not getting picked for. And like, I really related to always being the smart kid, but never getting that chance, you know? Yeah. um. So she just, and also she, like the character of Percy is kind of stupid. Like he's not <laughs> stupid, but he's supposed to be that character that doesn't get it because right. there's always one. Harry right. Potter's the other one right. too. <laughs> Um, and she always is just like, no, Percy, this is, this is what it is. You dumb, dumb. Didn't you pay attention in class? Like, (laughs) and he doesn't know anything about Greek gods. So it's always like her explaining things. And I kind of related to that. It was always me explaining things to other kids because I've always been like too wicked mature for my age. (laughs) So it was always me like explaining adult jokes and adult, not like adult, but like mature jokes (laughs)
0: <laughs> sure, Becca, and, sure.
1: <laughs> listen, if my mom listens to this, she's going to be like, you made me seem like I was this <laughs> awful parent. Um, but I was always the kid in, like, third grade. I remember this specifically. In third grade, we were watching, um, like the like, the little kids do a costume parade. It was for Halloween. And third graders weren't allowed to be a part of it. I don't remember why. But we were watching all the little kids do it. And the, like, truck pulled in to... Uh, like the delivery truck for the food pulled in while these kids are like doing the parade and I remember my teacher making a joke saying that the truck driver was dressed up as a tractor trailer just like making a joke that would go over all of the kids heads and I was the only kid that laughed (laughs) because I got it because I had you know a a, an adult sense of humor and my mom was telling me that because I told her that story and she was telling me that my teachers always said that to her that like I was always the kid in class that like when they made a sarcastic remark, I would be the only one laughing or like if they made a stupid joke, I would be the only one laughing. And so like I really related to that character of Annabeth being like, it's going to sound bad, but I'm so much smarter than all the kids around me. Right. So so I really liked that she could be like this powerful human being. And also if we're going through the series, because I'm a cheater, um, <laughs> she, they, she doesn't become a love interest until the fifth book, which is uncommon. <laughs> So I really like that they are like best friends, and I grew up with a guy best friend. So like I don't know, it was very, it was very like intuitive of my life, and I it, it makes me uh, I just am so happy talking about person checks. <laughs> <Jackson. laughs>
0: well, that makes me happy. That's the whole point of this is that yeah, <laughs> people love talking about the things that they love, and so yeah, that's why we're here. Um, I know there's a lot of like. Oh, uh, what's the word? There's a lot of maybe similarities. You you mentioned being a Harry Potter fan, Percy Jackson fan. Yeah. What to you like sets it sets Percy Jackson apart?
1: I like stories that take place in our world. So while Harry Potter does take place in our world, technically, it's the wizarding world is very separate from the muggle world. Whereas the Percy Jackson world, um, they're constantly around regular human beings so they're constantly fighting monsters around people that don't know that monsters exist and as a kid i loved thinking about the fact that there could be there could be something i'm just missing because i don't have you know magical powers or i'm not a demigod um it's why it's why i like marvel more than i like dc because they take place set in our world um that's why i'm not like a huge high fantasy person to me it has to be grounded and Percy Jackson is all about, well, it's about, like, the kids. They're both about kids, and, like, a lot of people say that it's Harry Potter. It's just, like, a ripoff of Harry Potter. The humor, first of all, is very kid, very kid-driven, which makes it fun in general. Like, it's, a lot of adults have a hard time reading it because it it is very kid-focused. But, see, this is, I can't, you can't have me talk about something I love. I lose my train of thought. (laughs) (laughs) But I really like the fact that, you know, it's set in our world. There's a chance that I could be a demigod and I just don't know it. Or I don't know. When I turned 12, because there's like a big thing when you turn 12, the monsters start to smell the godliness on you. And like, I remember when I was 12, just like looking around like, is there a monster around that corner? Is one of my friends secretly a (laughs) satyr?
0: And that's when you stopped wearing deodorant just in case, you know.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, you have to be smelly. Of course, Casey. So, like, it's stupid jokes like that that just make me so happy. And now as an adult, I love them a lot because my first roommate in college, the the third book of the second series, because there's technically two series that Percy's in, what's coming out, and I had all of the books in my dorm room and, like when you're 18 it's not i mean i went to a th- like a school for a theater so it wasn't that big of a deal but like it's still you know you don't bring a ton of stuff like that i brought like my whole library yeah um but she was like what are those books and so i started having her read them and then she was instantly hooked i love it um yeah so it was like one of those things that we shared i mean she read eight books it came out in october and she read eight books in like a month and a half um or seven books and then the eighth one came out and like that's just something her and i bonded over so now even more as an adult I like it a lot because it's something that I introduced to her and she loves just as much. Like she's going to go see the musical with me in December and she just saw it with me in July. So it's just, it's one of those, it was like one of those fandoms that I just instantly connected with. And that's why it'll, it'll always be super important to me.
0: Talk a little bit, you you know, you mentioned it there. Talk a little bit about the musical and what that means to you and, and what it is really. Like <laughs> just talk about the musical. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the musical um, is all about the first book. So there's this whole thing in the fandom that the movies are awful, because they are. They don't follow... They try to follow the book. And it's like, when people say the book is better than the movie, they're thinking of Percy Jackson. Because even the author, when he sold the rights, he's never seen the movie, because it's awful. Um, which, like, isn't the actor's fault, but also, like, it's awful. <laughs> and they made two of them. Um they like made Percy too old. He was like sixteen. I'm like the whole point is that he's twelve. But anyway, so the the fandom when they announced they were doing a Lightning Thief, uh, musical, the whole fandom was like, uh, we've already been down this road before. Right. Like, like it was, it was, it was, it was a hard sell. The Percy Jackson fandom is small but intense. Uh, not the most intense fandom I've been a part of. Uh, I was, I liked Glee, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it definitely. It definitely is pretty intense, like very protective of its characters. And I remember at the time when it was off Broadway, like things started slowly creeping in. That was like, it's actually pretty good, guys. And we're like, I don't know, man. I don't want to I don't want to try. But it just it has like so much heart. It's like a rock musical and it's like really cheesy. And the way that they get around because Percy is the son of Poseidon. And so he has water powers. And the way they get around that is they like shoot that like people will come up behind him and shoot toilet paper with those like toilet paper guns into the crowd so it's like he has water and it's it's so stupid but i love it so much like all of the jokes are so silly and like there's a part with a squirrel puppet where the kid that's a sater talks to him and all of the monsters are so crazy, and all of the all the ensemble members have like four different parts because there's only nine of them. And I think the reason that I love it so much is I got to see it go from off Broadway, um, which I didn't get to see there, but I got to see it on tour. And now seeing the transition to Broadway and seeing like all of these kids find a love and see themselves in a kid that, um, to be a demigod you have to. You have ADHD and dyslexia and all demigods have these disabilities because you have ADHD because that's your, what's it called? That's your like battle wits coming about you. So like you're always thinking around because when you're in battle, you have to do all of that. And then the reason that the kids are dyslexic is because their brains are wired to read Greek, not English. And so that's like a huge part in the series or that these kids that have, you know, sometimes crippling disabilities get to be the heroes and there's all these stories of parents who are bringing their kids to see the lightning thief the musical and the kids are like percy's just like me and these kids are so cool and oh my god mom i have adhd and like it's just it's such it's such a silly but important story for these kids to get to see themselves in these characters and while i'm not someone that has either of those disabilities i am someone that has some dis not some mental illness i should say and so like i relate to seeing a kid that has something like that and it's a really stupid musical but i just love it so much it's so silly and i'm so happy it's on broadway but yeah that's why i chose the lightning through because i also wanted to talk about the
0: music <laughs> <laughs> it's okay we'll we'll allow it <laughs> uh, <laughs> you really touched on this especially you know at at the tail end there of, of the last question, but what what does The Lightning Thief say? Like, on a thematic level, what does it say about the world, about society?
1: Well, even more even more than, like, the disability thing, all of these kids come from... I don't want to say broken homes, but that's how society views it. So, like, Percy comes from a single mother because his dad is a demigod. So he didn't know his... De- his dad is a god, I'm sorry. He's Poseidon. Um, so he didn't know his dad growing up. So it gives power to these kids that also don't have both parents. It shows them that you can be powerful even without these people in your life, if that makes sense. It's it deals a lot with situations like that throughout the whole series. Like we um in the second series there's a kid that comes out, there's interracial couples. You learn you learn about all different types of mythology because there's an Asian character in the second series and stuff. Rick Riordan is just really good for someone who's a middle-aged white man (laughs) he's very good about being very inclusive um like i said annabeth is like my feminist icon yeah and she uh you know was written by someone that you wouldn't think could write characters like that yeah and so i think it's just it's just showing kids that you can be a hero too even if you're 12 even if you have these disabilities even if you don't have both parents and that's the important part and it's really silly while doing it and i think that it it just makes it accessible to kids
0: for sure well i'm sold and i need to read it because i've been i've been sleeping on percy jackson for too long and valerie's gonna be really mad at me that i'm saying that now because she's been telling me for a long time to read them (laughs) and now you've convinced me but
1: (laughs) that's why when she mentioned it on one of your episodes i was like oh yes valerie That's why I love her.
0: <laughs> she's the best, but she's just going to be very mad at me because now I'm saying I'll read it after talking to you. even
1: though <laughs> Valerie, I just listen. You, you, you loosened the lid. I just unscrewed it. <laughs> we got there. We did it together.
0: I love it. All right. I've got some more rapid fire questions. These don't have mm-hmm. to do with um, Percy Jackson unless, you know, unless you go that way, that's totally fine. But they can be about anything, okay. anything fictional, you know, movie, book, Broadway, whatever. All right. Who is your favorite fictional protagonist?
1: Annabeth Chase from Percy Jack. Oh wait, protagonist means good guy, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, you're good.
1: <laughs> Annabeth Chase then. I was like, wait, which word is are you, is he talking about?
0: <laughs> oh, you're my favorite. Uh okay. Favorite Favorite fictional villain. That's the that's the that's
1: the bad guy. Thank you. Probably Thanos.
0: Why? Why is he your favorite?
1: Uh this is gonna sound really bad. <laughs> But I kind of, I would never go as far as he did, but I kind of relate to, like, his way of thinking. Um, I don't, obviously, don't want to obliterate half the world. Dude, like, that's going to sound really bad. Sure, but his- Becca
0: and her adult <laughs> jokes and wiping out half the universe. That's what she's yeah, about. Yeah,
1: it's, obviously, I'm pro-Genesis. <laughs> um, wait, Genesis? Genocide. Genocide. <laughs> <I>
0: was- <laughs> You're pro-Genesis in the Bible, it's... It's your favorite, but the rest oh, no, of it. Oh no, I was thinking. You're just who's okay that? With. Who's
1: that drummer that did Tarzan? Isn't he in a band called Genesis? Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes.
1: I meant genocide, but <laughs> <laughs> I am also pro progenesis. <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously, sarcasm. Okay. Um, I just, I really like that he. He's just again sounds bad but he's kind of relatable like he sees a problem and while that problem should not be solved that way but the way that he thinks is like this is this is how it should be and we all have stupid ideas obviously not genocide but we all have stupid ideas where we are convinced that that's the way to do things and it's not so I like Thanos a lot.
0: All right, favorite song from a musical. Casey.
1: All right. Only because I just said it in last week's episode, so I feel like I have to stick with it, um, last, one of my episodes. Wait. Chip on your shoulder from Legally Blonde.
0: See, I, I listened to that episode. It's a great episode, by the way. And your whole little... Thank you. Uh, I, I don't want to say rant, but your long discussion about Legally Blonde is really, really good. But I, mostly you. that question was just to see if you would say the same thing or if you were a liar. So
1: I passed.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Best memory related to musical theater?
1: Um... Well, since this would be tied, it was honestly seeing seeing Dear Evan Hansen in July because that show means so much to me. I actually almost chose Dear Evan Hansen for your question. Oh, yeah. Um, but I didn't want to cry on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I chose Percy. Um, it still got choked up, but it's fine. Um, yeah, definitely seeing Dear Evan Hansen with that best friend that I mentioned earlier. And that show means so much to me that just like seeing it on stage and then meeting the actor that played Evan after like that whole day. So definitely that.
0: That's amazing. What was it like meeting him?
1: Um, I am <laughs> was a nervous wreck, and I told him his boyfriend was really cute. <laughs> and he was like, "I know thanks. and I was like, yeah, I mean, i I know I said some like really nice things to him about like how important Jevin Hansen was to me, right. but I don't remember them. I remember <laughs> being awkward and as he was leading it leaving, telling him his boyfriend Taylor was really cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I love it. It's amazing, all right. I think you've mentioned this, the answer to this, on your podcast as well. So here's another Let's test. I'm a
1: liar again.
0: <laughs> if you could play one role on stage, who would it be?
1: Uh, Washington from Hamilton. Why is that? Uh, I love his songs. I have like a very small range, and most of his songs are in my range. <laughs> and I think that he's such an interesting character to like the character Hamilton. He is a father figure, but he's also a friend. I really love Christopher Jackson, who originated him. And I just really want to sing History Has Its Eyes on You at like and have people pay to see me to do it (laughs) instead of just like in my room by myself
0: awesome all right now similar question this is the last one if you could cast your co-host eni in a stage production what role would she play
1: (sighs) Hmm. i want it to be in the heights because i really love hearing eni speak spanish (laughs) so if we're doing selfish it would be in the heights um She's going to kill me because I can't think of the character. My favorite song from In the Heights is Breathe. so And I can't think of who that character... It literally says her name like a million times in the song, too. And I can't <laughs> think of it off the top of my head. But Manny Gonzalez originated her. So, Eni, don't kill me. But if Manny <laughs> Gonzalez originated her. Um, and I would just... I just think that she's, she's just such a powerful human that I would love to see her sing Breathe. And also, I would sob my eyes out. I'm crying thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, awesome. Well, all right, Becca, where can people find you on the internet?
1: Uh, across all platforms. Um, I'm Becca Eddows, B-E-C-C-A-E-D-D-O-W-S. You can find my, uh, what's it called? Podcast. Why couldn't I think of that word? You can find my podcast at Sincerely Us Pod. I talk about musical theater and cry about The Lightning Thief literally every week. So if you want more of that... <laughs> Listen to our podcast with my co-host Eni
0: It's a wonderful co- podcast. I love it. I listen to it and look forward to it every week. And I am not even like you know your your subtitle is for the casual musical theater fan, but mm-hmm. most of the stuff you guys are talking about, I'm like, oh man, I must be like really casual musical <laughs> theater fan. Most of my well, knowledge is like like movie musicals. I've seen a few mm-hmm. like local productions of like mm-hmm. Little Things, but. Uh, and my dad, you know, has been in like Christmas Carol and Music Man and and stuff. But but yeah, your dad is so cool. My dad is cool. <laughs>
1: he's
0: he's a tall man with a deep voice. So.
1: Well, I like them already. (laughs) Um, Yeah. The reason that we did that is because we don't want people to come for us and be like, well, actually, that's wrong. And we can just be like, look at our subtitle. We don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) Like, I'm not exaggerating. I do very minimal research for our show besides, like, listening to the show or watching the movie or anything we're covering that week. So, And also, we steal a lot of ideas from you and Valerie. So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but half the time... It's not intentional. Like, you'll have an idea, you guys will post, and it's like an idea we've already been working on, but no one knows about, (laughs) except for somehow you guys know about it. I don't, it's weird. I have
1: cameras in your house. I knew it.
0: (laughs) That's That's what it is. That's why our house is haunted. Listen, okay, so
1: when you guys were talking about the plants coming through your house, I was like, Casey, don't feed the plants. (laughs) And I was so excited about that. Have you seen Little Shop, like the original Rick Moranis?
0: When I was younger, I I watch, like I have memories of the plant. Like when I was a mm-hmm. kid, I remember seeing the plant. But I couldn't have, like I know it's a musical now. But like, you know, when I was a teenager, all I remember about that was the plant. I couldn't have told you it was a musical. Um, so yeah. Yeah, it, maybe
1: Audrey too is my favorite villain now that I think about it.
0: <laughs>
1: She's a darn good villain. <laughs>
0: All right, well, Becca, thank you so, so much for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me. Yeah,
0: it's been so much fun, and you're awesome, and I... uh, You're awesome. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) you. Will you close us out and give us a happy beeps?
1: I would be honored. Happy beeps.
0: Happy beeps.